0: Wow. Hi. Hello.
1: That Welcome. was um that was me sneezing. For those of you that know me, it's just kind of a a rapid fire very inefficient sneezing session.
0: Yeah, it's like uh and and the the myth is not true from what I'm told. Oh,
1: lord of heaven.
0: Because I think you've made it to like, what? Well over ten. Yeah.
1: Multiple. I mean, regularly. Yeah, well and it's over ten.
0: Not satisfying.
1: No, it's not at all satisfying. That's why I have to keep sneezing.
0: Welcome everyone. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Um, happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. Oops. Kwanzaa.
1: No, we're not going there today.
0: Um. Welcome to the Let's Be Realistic podcast. Hi, I'm we're Patrick. here. Don't talk over me. Okay. I'm Patrick.
1: I'm Nicole. That that's it. That's all I have to say. You made it seem like you had something really important to say.
0: The way you were looking at me. Uh okay. so Episode 18 Yeah, I think so. To be named later.
1: Um we're back to the regular format now. We both kind of got our lives together enough. I mean, sort of. We'll see to do Speak a story for each. My story's good, so.
0: No, I said, "Speak for yourself." I'm the disaster. Oh. <laughs> Life's back together. No, um, no, yeah, back to the back to the original format. Well. I like. The second. I format. like my topic. I think you actually probably like my topic better than I like my topic, but okay. I kind of kind of did it for you. Makes me happy. Yeah. Thank you.
1: That's sweet. Yep. It's very um,
0: apropos for our plans this evening.
1: Yes. Um, I wanted to tell you that we got a new blend of coffee from serafina it's mexican kiapas kiapas, something like that um (laughs) but it's a new blend and i'm always excited to try the new blends so that's what we're gonna be drinking go to serafina do it you won't regret it
0: now is that the blend that we're
1: currently drinking no no
0: the the blend that we got as a gift that we're sending to friends
1: one of them yeah it's the same we got a bag and we're sending friends yeah
0: i'm very very excited about that everything from serafina is great and um if you don't know serafina is a uh coffee shop downtown they've got two locations one's on jefferson in between central and first street uh second location is on seventh avenue right no first street i was right okay don't don't talk over me oh my gosh
1: why are you being like this i don't know
0: it's fun um and then the second location which is a drive-through location. So you don't even have to get out of your car.
1: They also have a walk-up.
0: And a walk-up. It, and it's like a really cool looking building. I think it was brand new. Um, yeah, on they built 7th it. Avenue in Fillmore. In Fillmore. That's it. Yes. Fillmore coffee in your cup. <laughs> that's, that's a good way to remember. <laughs> it. Um yeah, so the Let's Be Realistic podcast is ex- exclusively fueled by Serafina Coffee.
1: That's right. That's right. That's right we are. It's so yeah. it's a great arrangement that we have and I love that place so freaking much.
0: Yeah, so go go to Serafina check it out. Get you some delicious coffee and it is it is delicious
1: oh they have all their holiday drinks and it's not just the standard holiday drinks that you see at like starbucks and everywhere else they make their own like flavor combinations they've got some really cool ones so you should check that out
0: yeah i really love that you can feel good about buying coffee there and not feel like you're contributing to the to the machine that to is the starbucks yeah yeah that's right the starbs um so yeah check them out serafina um and while you're at it while you're surfing the interwebs Looking for that location. Yeah. Yeah. Um, check out our website, lbrpodcast.com.
1: Listen, I I think I talked about this last week. I'm really bad at maintaining that website. Um, that's still true. So if anyone wants to help me out, let me know. Please, thank you.
0: It's an unpaid position.
1: <laughs> um, I'll bake you things. Yes. Baked goods. Paid and baked goods.
0: Um, do you want to plug your
2: your new venture
1: um maybe okay i i mean for a while i've been doing like baking cakes and cupcakes and things like that for events like not really even as a side business but like a miniature side business um but i'm doing wedding cupcakes at the end of the month and that's going to be like my biggest ever order and so um the woman i'm working with said you should bring business cards and then people can take them when they go up to the table to see all the cupcakes and so I made a business card and I made an Instagram account for the pictures of everything I bake instead of having a portfolio because it's 2019 and that Instagram handle is cupcakes underscore cookies underscore and underscore such so it's cupcakes cookies and such and you can see all the stuff I baked um also I'm having a hard time because Instagram apparently thinks that I'm like spamming people so it keeps blocking me from doing stuff um, I might have to get that handled, but I'll be putting up all the pictures of the things I've baked there. And yeah, let me know if you want me to bake you something for an event, for a party, for yourself.
0: Sounds delicious.
1: Oh, see, Daisy. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks, guys.
0: Uh, yeah. So, you know what? Uh, while we're at it, while you're at it, while you're looking at Instagram, you're checking out Serafina. Uh, go there as well. Yeah. Go to, no, go to LBRpodcast.com. Yeah. It's where you can find a link to all of our social media and uh which (laughs) you know i mean it's not very up to date i don't even have social media so who am i to say uh i could i don't know it may just be like it may just be pages and pages and pages of making fun of me and i would never know and i'm okay with that because you know what i think that's uh that's a lesson in life for other people um it's like what what you told me uh there was this comedian that said um oh my gosh did you guys see (laughs) what somebody posted Uh, he was
1: like i can't believe you guys are all in such a good mood after what just happened on twitter five minutes ago and then he just doesn't say anything and then he goes nothing happened but you guys all started freaking out and checking your phones
0: (laughs) it's fantastic
1: i mean that's pretty accurate that's pretty accurate um i have something that i want to talk about i want to be realistic about it's really a question um before we get into our topics and that is so you know when like you're at an event or like you're out and about and you run into someone and you guys just really hit it off like and this i'm more talking about like um what's like a platonic hitting it off like oh my gosh i really like this girl that i just met right now like we really seem to click you know what i mean and then so like vlad's wife at the christmas party oh right because she's really cool and funny yep and Crystal. then yes and then you got her number for me and put it in my phone like, oh yeah in real yes. life situations like when that happens to you you hit do it you off. wait three days Is no, no no what do you who even does anyone text that person does anyone ever reach out like i want to know the ratio of people actually reaching out to these people later on versus not because i feel like i probably have tons of numbers in my phone of people that are like really awesome and i may never talk to again so I want to know, like, what what is normal? Do people really reach out? And like, p- and as an adult, like, it's so hard to make new adult friendships anyway because everyone's so busy and kids and work and all of that. But like,
0: that's a struggle. That's you know what the mean? real struggle. Right, it's just being too busy.
1: Uh, what do you think?
0: Um. Well, I I think that standard dating rules apply. Wait three days, oh and you gosh. know, send that text message. Okay. But well, okay. we're well past that. How's now? it going? But I mean, also doesn't matter yeah it doesn't matter do you do you
1: okay all right thank you that'll be our podcast do you, all, places, do you want media, me to go first all places
0: where podcasts are found and listened to spotify hello apple Podcasts. google hello podcast yes dear
1: do you want to go first or do you want me to go first um you know what
0: i'm in a festive mood i'll go first
1: okay great yeah and i'll just really bring us down at the end
0: oh perhaps you should go first.
1: I mean, whatever you think.
0: No, I'll go first. Okay. I'll go first. Kay. As you guys can see, this wasn't planned. So, if you were ever curious, um, I've been on a on a theme, like a holiday theme topic kick. kick? There it is. There it is. There it is. Uh, lately, obviously, if, for those who remember the history of the Jack-O-Lantern, little bastard Jack. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: stingy jack i believe Stingy
0: Jack. well yeah no i'm just saying he yeah. was a little bastard
1: sure
0: um oh jack so <laughs> this this week what my topic is the history of christmas tree lights
1: oh i do like that you're right i sorry i started thinking about how ashley told me um we only talk about greta and not dobby and so then i started thinking about maybe i should post greta and dobby on our podcast instagram and i spaced out for a second but i'm back now and i'm behind the christmas lights story okay i'm with you and yeah. i appreciate it yeah
0: because there was a quite a bit of a pause yeah
1: you're right no you're, yeah. right. <laughs> you're like, i'm sorry i'm crickets. sorry and you're like oh
0: i like that
1: <laughs> okay i'm back you're okay right.
0: so do you want to look at christmas lights tonight is absolutely. that a thing yes, after Absolutely. after hearing this i mean you're gonna love it okay calm down um,
1: oh you know what
0: it, hey i want to give a shout out kaylee kaylee you're the best. That was so class. The uh,
1: she sent a thank you card after she came over for Thanksgiving, and you know what? That's just a really classy a class human. Move, it is. It really that is. A class is. move. She's great.
0: Yep. Yeah. yeah. Good people, man. Anyways, okay. So Christmas tree lights, um, and a little bit about a little bit about Christmas trees. The history of Christmas trees. Um, so for centuries, according, and oh, this is from Britannica.com. Oh. Yeah. So. You know, encyclopaedia, uh, encyclopaedia, uh, <laughs> encyclopaedia <laughs> Britannica. There it is.
1: Ever heard of it? Okay. See, it just it. it, it doesn't yep. work when you mess it nope. up. Okay.
0: Nope. Um, <laughs> so, for centuries, according to some folklore, all the way back to the 1500s, when Good Protestant God. reformer Martin Luther. Ah, uh, wish to replicate yeah. the wintertime sight of stars twinkling <gasps> among the evergreens. Got me too, Martin Pe- me too. yeah. people had used uh, wax candles to illuminate their Christmas trees. Uh, oh, that can- sounds
1: dangerous. Well, why don't you just okay, I'm why sorry. don't you just slow your roll?
0: Yeah uh, candles may have been uh, may have been beautiful, but they were obviously a huge <laughs> fire hazard Yeah. oh there's so there's you know I don't what the know the key to every joke is what timing.
1: Okay. Anyway, you know, um, I don't know if we've mentioned this on the podcast before. We might have. I forget everything we've talked about, but it always makes me think of when I was in your kitchen at your the home you grew up in in Highland and on like the, I don't even know what channel that is. It just plays on a loop of the history of Highland. Oh and my different God. is
0: Greta not the most adorable dog ever? Forget Patrick,
1: me. this is important. Um, it plays on a loop of the history of Highland and all the different buildings that have been yep. there forever. And, do you know, like probably 60 percent of the buildings, they say it burned down and now it's a parking lot. So whenever I think of yeah. fire ha- hazards, I yeah. just think of, yeah, it burned down and now it's a parking lot.
0: <laughs> yeah. Last time we were back, there was a building, this beautiful architectural building. I mean, it was probably from the the late 1800s uh three stories like these big grand windows and you know this person owned it was just using it as like a storage Yeah. and then i went last time we were home i saw that they tore it down and i was just like sick to my stomach um, well
1: at least it didn't burn down and get turned into a yeah so the lot. bottom
0: used to be like a store and then the top the middle floor was a dance hall and then the third oh. floor um was apartments it was just uh it was so pretty but, anyways. Rest in peace. Such is life. Yeah, okay,
1: anyway. Fire right. hazard. Candles on a tree. Yeah. For sure, yeah.
0: Yeah. So, um, yeah. Without fail, newspapers uh, always printed tragic stories about Christmas trees catching on fire and yep. yada, yada, yada. People died. So, uh, also, 17th century trees were first recorded being in the house in Alsace, France. Alsace, huh. Lorraine, you know. Sure. Yep. Yeah. Um, Interestingly enough, to conserve space, they would actually hang them from the ceiling.
1: The tree? Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. But I mean it was nothing point, like the massive tree. Point up or trunk up?
0: Um, I don't know. I would assume trunk.
1: I like up. trunk up. And then did they put stuff on it? Did they decorate it? They put the candles on yeah. it that way? Yeah. Was this a pine tell? tree? Yeah. A triangle tree. Yeah,
0: so there, there was some significance with pine trees and the winter time. I don't know. I don't know why you would want to cut down a pine tree in the wintertime, though.
1: What do you mean? Why?
0: Because, like, if you're going to cut down a tree, cut down, like, a maple or something. Something that doesn't have leaves. I, I, I just, I feel like...
1: Yeah, but those aren't dead. They're just dormant.
0: Correct. But I, f- I feel like if you didn't know, you would think that it was dead. But anyways. Maybe
1: it's really hard to decorate a dead-looking tree. Yeah. You yep. need some foliage. Yep. You need some fluffery. I think we should try to hang our tree from the ceiling.
0: It's in the back of my car. Our tree? Yeah.
1: It is? Yeah, I was gonna try to sell it. Oh. You should still sell it.
0: But I was gonna I was gonna say this pre lit Christmas tree really puts the lit in pre lit. <laughs> oh my and god And then and then right at the bottom say PS <laughs> one one strand of lights <laughs> is burnt out. <laughs>
1: should still do that
0: i'm for sure going to um still uh, post it right now you, you might right find, now can you just well, hit not, pause and i'll post this thing okay, right not now
1: Right now. i mean like this weekend because there might be some like really delinquent families who are like you know uh-huh. what we didn't even think about a christmas tree we're moving or like we're moving we need something cheap just do it man I, 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 get I, rid I, of everything
0: I, l- listen we gotta we gotta switch gears that makes my uh we got a cruise that makes my heart hurt
1: <laughs> what does because well, if they
0: if they're like just now buying a tree, it's freaking 10 days till christmas man yeah. figure it out
1: well you might as well list it <sighs> okay Anywho, so
0: 1831 the first uh was the first year ornaments were made for purchase what year 1831 okay yep Thanks so that
1: must mean that people were like making their own yeah, ornaments, so right
0: yeah so like the the one of the dutch not the duchess but somebody in the austria duchess the duchess um, in austria the empress or the queen or wh- whomever Impressive. uh yeah whoever had whomever no whoever no, i'm just saying no, i'm just she being, is the one who's I'm having, just
1: being she's ornery
0: okay Orner- i'm not really correcting you oh, okay um she had like a bunch of christmas trees that were decorated with handmade ornaments that's you nice know i like those so here's the interesting thing so before we get to the lights, we're gonna we're gonna switch gears. And get to the lights right away. Sure. Um. There was like a short film, a short f- film, short film on Britannica.com about this uh, Christmas tree thing, and it was uh, it was from a, a, the perspective of a French person, a mm-hmm. French historian. Sure. From Alsace, I assume. And sh- they were talking about um, ornamental. They're like. Oh in the, in in the u in the united states you know cuz the the That's
1: not a french accent.
0: Right. But the interpreter cuz i don't oh, speak okay. french. Oh okay. Sure, right. sure, sure. So the interpreter was british and they're like well, in the united states it's very popular to to hang a glass cucumber <laughs> on the tree and they're like it's and they go into this thing where it's like uh they talk about it's the first it's like a it's a big um it's a big custom and the first person to find the glass cucumber on the tree which is a pickle it's a, it's a pick, it's an ornament of Were a pickle. Were
1: you aware of this thing before right no, now? No,
0: I just thought it was like ironic
1: and, and every like time people it makes had a pickle rick. But, um, <laughs> but this is this goes way farther back than rick so and I Morty. don't know. It so anyway,
0: this this cucumber it's like and then the first person that sees it or finds it gets to open their presents first or they get an extra gift and I, I asked you about it. You had never I'd heard of it. I'd never heard of it.
1: I think I've probably seen like a glass pickle ornament before, but I didn't know the significance. I didn't know it was like a thing. I thought it yeah. was just like funny.
0: Yeah. I mean, and I grew up in the Midwest where I feel like tradition and things like that are pretty um, sacred, pretty standard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You. You get to see a lot of and that. And you guys didn't have that? Never heard of it ever before in my life. This is literally the first I'm hearing so of you it. You
1: guys, let us know if you've heard of this glass pickle ornament on the Please tree. Do. Please and do. And what the significance yeah, is. Yeah,
0: absolutely, because um, otherwise I am writing into Britannica. I mean, like, it must be a thing. Listen.
1: I feel like I have heard of that before. Yeah,
0: but who knows, man?
1: Okay. They, they, they... I like it. I like the idea. I'm not opposed to getting a pickle ornament. I don't know. Okay, you, lo- you like pickles. I think you'd be more behind this.
0: No, I I'm I love the pickle ornament. I think it's actually pretty cool, but I thought it was like more ironic, like a pickle, you and, know?
1: And, but then that's it. That's the end of it. The way they're telling it, it's like, oh, you found it first. You get to open your presents first or you get an extra present.
0: I like the extra present. <laughs> <I> <laughs> okay, do. we can discuss this. We'll, we can we'll,
1: implement it in a Rickley family tradition. We'll discuss tradition. this in private. Yeah.
0: Okay, so 1882... This is where the story, this is where the meat and potatoes of the story really begins in potatoes. 1882. Say it like P- you say it. Potatoes. <laughs> okay, okay, so Christmas tree lights were first created by Edward Hibbard Johnson. Okay. And you're probably thinking, oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, I've heard of uh, heard of this guy. False. You have it. You're a liar.
1: Who would ever say that?
0: Oh, I don't know. Maybe you ever heard of a, a guy named Thomas Edison?
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, Just wait. Okay. Um. So Johnson worked for the Edison Electric Light Company oh. and was chief engineer for Edison. Uh, the irony is that Johnson, who worked for like a different company, actually hired Thomas Edison eleven years earlier. Oh my gosh! But Edison became Johnson's boss, basically like well, really sure. quickly versus sure, sure, sure. Thomas Edison because he's a genius. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Um. So so Johnson. Was like, hey, you know what? I'm going to not burn my house down, and I'm gonna create this like Christmas tree
1: instead of candles. Um, did you see any pictures of these first Christmas lights?
0: You don't use.
1: I'm sorry. Just, I'm so sorry. Just, just. Okay.
0: Why are you the way that you are? <laughs> I don't know. Okay, keep slowly coming. roll. I have it. And and I want to I you know what I just want to know why why do all pictures from the 19th century just look terrifying? I because mean, you had to
1: stand there for 35 minutes while they took the dang picture.
0: Yeah, everything just looks so weird. And this actually looks kind of like a backdrop. But anyways, um, I'm looking it up. So according to a reporter from Detroit, this is he's describing uh, Johnson's tree. According to a reporter from Detroit Post and Tribune, who visited the home of Edison's right-hand man, 80 brilliant red, white, and blue—wow! Come on, uh, <laughs> hand-wired bulbs about as large as an English walnut.
1: I don't know what's different about I, an I English walnut. I the okay. foggiest
0: uh, lit up Johnson's Christmas tree. An additional 28 lights sparkled oh, on two I wires mounted on the ceiling. Okay johnson's electrically lit tree was revolutionary uh it spun in a circle six times a minute on a little pine box uh as as the lights flashed and a continuous twinkling of dancing colors Uh, that's a direct quote
1: that really seems ahead of its time if you ask me well
0: okay so it it is because like you have the first christmas the first lit christmas tree which could stand alone as like a thing of beauty. He's like, "You know what? No, we're going to make it blink and spin In. around."
1: Yeah. <clears throat> okay. All right.
0: Yeah. So, uh an electric current was drawn from Edison's main uh office powered the uh which powered the lights and the crank that rotated the tree. Um which I think is pretty cool.
1: That is so, pretty cool.
0: Yeah, so uh, th- this is w- this is what was kind of interesting. He said unknown to John-, also said unknown to Johnson. Oh, did I give my I'm sorry. I got to back up. Okay. The Christmas lights, I got this information from Popular Mechanics and uh, History.com. So okay. So it feels pretty reputable. It said, unbeknownst to Johnson, he had also launched an annual Yuletide tradition of trying to one-up your neighbors with dazzling <laughs> Christmas lights, dazzling Christmas light displays.
1: Okay. I mean, that goes all the way back to late 19th century, huh? Yep.
0: It said, once electrical power spread. Oh, um, going back the Christmas tree thing, though, that's been going on for a long time, where they're like high society in France they were trying to outdo each other okay. uh, long before that. So,
2: okay.
0: Uh, so get your story straight. Um, PopularMechanicsInHistory.com. So one ele- once electrical power uh, spread to Manhattan's gilded age mansions, the city's prominent socialites uh, coveted the novel lights to showcase their Christmas trees at their ornate holiday parties. The first bulbs, however, lacked screw-in sockets... Right? Am I right? Which I mean,
1: the foresight there—they just yeah. didn't have it.
0: It required the tedious process of wiring each lamp individually. Oh a no! A task few had knowledge or time to undertake. As a result, yeah. members of high society spent as much as three thousand <gasps> per tree. What? I mean, three hundred per tree, which oh. is about two thousand today. Oh my! Uh, gosh. To hire electricians to install their uh, install their conifer. <laughs> <laughs> it's a kind of and tree, be right? on call in case a bulb burnt out or broke.
1: Wow, that's way too much effort. And you had to be richy rich to have a tree then with lights. That's right.
0: So in 1894, the public still didn't trust electrical lights as a safe alternative to candles. (laughs) Fair enough. But I mean, I feel like how safe was it back then, you know?
1: Right. Well, they should have just done like tinsel and popcorn and cranberries and stuff, you know?
0: Well, and they're probably like, "Ooh, what's this electricity stuff?
1: Right. You don't trust it. Is that voodoo? Can't trust it.
0: Uh but that changed or that uh that that coldness towards it started to thaw after President wow. Grover Cleveland You're featured really his first electrically lit White House Christmas tree. Oh, well, more yeah. than 100 multicolored bulbs. Yeah.
1: 100? I
0: don't know. Christmas trees soon became all the rage if you could afford one. Sure. Um yeah, as as I already mentioned, they were extremely expensive—about two thousand bucks—to have everything like done up. Um, so a couple years later, about well, I mean we're already eighteen ninety four, right? So late eighteen hundreds, early nineteen hundreds. General Electric started producing and uh, selling Christmas lights. Um, the company accentuated the safe advantages of electric lights in their <laughs> advertisements in a popular magazine of the day. And, quote, no danger from the lights on the Christmas tree when Edison's um, miniature lamps are used. Miniature lamps. Miniature lamps.
1: Those are very miniature. Right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, boasted the copy of one, and next to an ad of a dramatic drawing of a candlelit tree <gasps> engulfed in an inferno. I
1: mean, it's not that far off, though. That could really happen. And well, it did happen.
0: Well no uh I
1: mean it still happens now with the lights, but far more infrequently than it would have with open flame.
0: I feel like it happens more with deep frying turkeys.
1: Well, I mean that's quite the undertaking and people are not prepared.
0: Yeah, no. People okay. are people are dumb. That's like, correct. Yeah, I'm just gonna deep fry this your turkey right next to my Plop house. Plop it in. Yep. And yeah, like, oh yeah. Grease fire. Never heard of it.
1: It happens so. every year someone burns their house down trying to fry a turkey.
0: Oh yeah, for sure. Okay. Or like somebody just like,
1: oh, you know what?
0: I don't like the I don't like the like the power strip where I'm plugging all these lights into it. So I'm just gonna cover it with a blanket.
1: (gasps) Oh, are you serious?
0: People are idiots, man.
1: Okay, yikes.
0: But as I was saying, no good tragedy should go to waste. In 1917. After Christmas tree candles caused a tragic New York City fire.
2: Oh, no. A
0: teen by the name of Albert Sadeka, Yeah. uh, Thought to repurpose the white novelty lights his family produced, switching them over to colored bulbs and creating the first Christmas lights uh, that were safe for widespread use in the home.
1: Wow. Um, A teenager? Yeah. Wow.
0: Yeah. So, you know, when people like talk about how it's hard to get ahead, some teenager... Made Christmas lights and... Revolutionized them. That's right. Good for him. So Albert continued uh, to corner the Christmas tree light light market, eventually forming NOMA, which is a National Outfit Manufacturers Association. It was like an association and then it became a company. So the NOMA Electric Company in 1925, which became the largest Christmas light manufacturer in the world. Wow. Unfortunately, 40 years later... The whole place burned oh, no, up. Uh, no. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh. No. Uh, it, he would probably wish that would have happened for the insurance <gasps> money. Uh, the Noma Electric Company, uh, with its uh, members cornering the Christmas light market until the 1960s, that's them, in 1966, with the rise of mini lights, which is essentially the Christmas lights that we know today, like the yeah. little ones that you just pop in, um, Noma couldn't compete and filed for bankruptcy.
1: They couldn't copy that?
0: Couldn't compete. I, I don't know. Huh. They, or they just were unwilling to. I don't I don't really know the... That's sad. I didn't really follow up on that. Poor Albert. Poor Should've Albert. should have quit while he was ahead. He really should have. Well, I mean, you know, he... he I don't, you never know until just, it's too late. Just never know. Okay. Uh, Unfortunately, by the 1970s, most Christmas lights were uh, foreign made. Really? Yep.
1: Well, that's not surprising, I guess. Yeah. Un- unfortunate
0: unfortunate and uh if if you care to look um, maybe you can post this
1: okay
0: look at this disaster of a Christmas tree like the Christmas trees back then were nothing what they look like today they're just like all they basically all look like Charlie Brown Christmas oh no Christmas trees. oh no 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 yeah as, <laughs> you
1: <can> see, <laughs> as you can see it's just like a disaster it's just a hazard yeah it's it just, just a looks like a hazard yeah so okay.
0: very fun. Very, very fun. Anywho. Is that so. the end? Yeah.
1: Wow. Okay. Yeah. Very interesting. I mean, yeah. We don't even think about where it came from. Can you imagine having to hang little candles with open flames all over your Christmas tree? Absolutely not. But like, if, how many people, how
0: many people like Christmas tree just burst into flames? Because I don't know. I remember growing up when people had... um when people had, would like, throw out their Christmas trees, yeah, we would take those and light those suckers on fire. They freaking, a dry yeah. pine yeah. tree just so bursts in the flames. Yeah.
1: Well, every once in a while, you'll, like, drive by a house. Like, in the neighborhood I grew up in, there's a house that burned all the way down around Christmas time, like, all the way down because of a Christmas tree fire. So, like, don't be an idiot, but also, yeah, it's a big hazard.
0: Can you imagine? I'd feel so dumb, too. Yes. I'm like, oh, yeah, I burned my house down. Can and- you. Like all Imagine. my possessions and <gasps> all my memories, just because so uh, <laughs> uh, because I careless. wanted this stupid Christmas tree and I was careless about it.
1: Okay.
2: Yeah.
1: All right. Are you ready? For I mine?
0: I am ready. I feel like it's uh,
1: guess. Wh- can you try to guess?
0: Something in Colorado. Um. Is it Tesla?
1: No, it's um, it's a downer. It's a real downer. But oh. it's something that I. Knew that I would want to talk about it at some point. Hopefully I do it justice. There's not a lot of information on it. But it's basically my hometown murder. You know what it is?
0: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The girl from Exchange. <gasps> yeah. Yikes.
1: Yikes is right. Yikes is right. So it is a downer. So I'm combining my sources with what I remember of it Kay. because I worked with this girl. Um, and then so I'll just cite my sources right at the top. So one of um the articles I used was an article from Mineral County Independent News. And then some of the facts that I got about her are from dignitymemorial.com. It's her obituary. Aww. That's sad. Um Yeah. But Um, This is, I didn't really realize it was my hometown murder until kind of recently because this happened before I was really listening to like true crime podcasts and stuff like that. But I'm sure you remember like how much that affected me, like how I couldn't stop thinking about that for a very long time.
0: Yeah. Maybe you are a sociopath.
1: No. Uh, When someone who is, who works with you is murdered. You're going to think about that for a while. That was horrifying.
0: Yeah. It's it's like it's It's it it's hits in so your close. Of exactly. Like, yeah. And it's
1: not like it's it's not drug related, it's not gang related. You're, yep. You know, it's not anything like that. It's just a normal girl who gets murdered. It's seriously horrifying. Okay. So this is the murder of Abby Rinaldi. And like I said, it's not, there's not a lot of information about it online and I couldn't find anything about it until like pretty recently when I looked um, within the last year or two. But um, this happened at the end of 2017 um, when I was working with her in Phoenix. So um, she was super bubbly and sweet, blonde woman. I guess she was 32. 32 years old you're almost 32 years old patrick oh can you imagine
0: about to murder myself patrick (laughs) your sister your sister goes what are you patrick what are you most excited about for christmas and i was like there's this uh truffle hot sauce and i was like oh this truffle hot sauce i just can't wait to try it and i was like what about you miranda and she's like oh or like what do you want (laughs) most and she's like oh i don't know like um the will to live
1: oh my <laughs> gosh why is she like this oh uh, it was funny anyway um abby had been in the air force before she worked with me um downtown she had been stationed in a lot of different places lock Lakenheath. heath lake and heath? i don't know it's just
0: lockheed no
1: i don't know they say a lot of weird things there in england
2: oh min,
1: min, dude i can't read any of these things lithuania germany england she was stationed in a lot of places okay she was awarded many medals and awards including airman of the year while she was stationed in england airwoman yeah you're right um she quickly attained the rank of staff sergeant um and then she had been working with me she was in the i feel like recovery so we were in like the business of kind of loaning vehicles it was a complicated endeavor and it didn't last long, but she was on the recovery team. So she,
0: you guys leased vehicles for the purpose of, of ride u- share. Uber driving. Yeah.
1: Correct. Um, but her team took care of recovering the vehicles when people didn't pay. She managed that team. Um, and so I dealt with her regularly. She was super sweet. She was easy to work with. She was kind. She made friends easily. Like she was a, a, the kind of person that you want to work with. Right. Um, and apparently, I didn't know this until I was reading her obituary, but she was planning to move back to Texas at the end of, th- or the beginning of the year, the following year, um, to pursue her master's degree and to be near her family because she's from Texas and so her family lived in Texas. Um, she had two dachshunds um, that she got while she was in England and she still had them when she moved back to the United States, Spike and Thor.
0: Oh, I remember this. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: And she loved them obviously. Um, and so two of the people that she was closest to in our office, um, were named Jen and Beau. I'm not going to give more information than that because they didn't tell me I could tell the story and they're heavily involved. Um, but they were super good friends with her. Um, she hung out with them regularly, um, made, like I said, she made friends easily. She was just a super cool girl. So, um, she was really reliable and hardworking. Um, so this takes place in October of 2017. I believe it was Friday the 13th as well uh. when this like all started to go down. So that Friday night she had gone to a son's game with I think it was Jen. I'm pretty sure it was Jen. Um, so they had gone to a son's game and then Abby went home. Um, and I think that was Friday the 13th of October 2017. Um, after she was home, she was texting Jen, you know, just like whatever. And then she said something along the lines. I don't have the exact quote, but it was like, oh, gosh, like I think my ex is outside my house. Um, and I think she even said something like, you know, like it's fine. I'll, I'll talk to him. Um, so it doesn't seem like it was that out of the ordinary, but also you don't expect a random dude to show up at your house. But I mean, to her, it's someone she knows she has a history with, right? Like I'm sure someone, you know, yeah. And I'm sure you have been down this road a hundred times before, right? Like if it's someone who's going to show up and want to talk, like it's probably not the first time. Um, so I'm sure she didn't think it was a big deal she probably thought they would just talk about things and then that would be that. Um, so after Jen had been texting her that Friday night, the following Monday, Abby didn't show up for work Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, the entire week goes by and she doesn't show up for work. And We're all like, that's weird. She's reliable. And like, she has a really good work ethic. It doesn't seem like her to just not show up. Like if something were to happen, she would at least let somebody know her boss or her team. Like she is a manager of a team. She would let her team know what's going on. And so people were checking on her and like Jen and Bo were texting her and asking her if she was okay. Like, why aren't you coming to work? Are you good? Um, And they got responses from her. So they were like, well, I mean, it's her, what she's saying sounds weird, but like she's responding. So, I mean, something's probably up, but at least she's okay. Um, One day she said she was running errands, which is like a weird excuse to not come to work. And then another day.
0: You haven't been to work for three days, but. Just running some. I got errands. some
1: important errands. I got to go to I've got to go by the
0: bank. I've <laughs> I've got that thing. I have to do it. Who can UP. Who can work? Who can work? When I
1: When you have to go to the bank,
0: I've got to do a deposit and a withdrawal.
1: <laughs> it's gonna take at least four hours.
0: Yeah. So count me out for basically scratch pencil me out of Tuesday.
1: Yeah, that's gonna be too much. Uh huh. Um, another day, she said her dad was sick and she had to go back to Texas to take care of him. Which I would like, led with that. Right. Which right. also, and maybe she did, I can't remember which order it was in, but also if that's really the case, then like, that's a legitimate excuse. Tell everybody that. Be like, hey, to your boss, my dad's sick. I have to go take care of him. Like, I'm going to take however much leave is necessary. Like, that's a real excuse. Right. Um, but that's just the thing. Like, she was too responsible to just not show up. If that were really the case, she would have told her team and her boss and been like, hey, I'm going to have to take time off to take care of my dad. So finally when it had been over a week an entire whole five days plus another monday on tuesday jen and Bo decided to go to her house and check on her and that was october 24th so that's an entire 11 days after that initial last time she was seen basically um so when they arrived at her house they found that the glass on the back door was broken um and that there was a large package of visa gift cards on the front step which is like shady anyway right like when you're buying gift cards that work like cash but aren't really traceable. That seems weird. And so they didn't go in the house or anything, but Jen immediately called the police and was like something's wrong. Like, can you guys send someone out to see what's going on? And so the police came by and immediately barricaded the property off as a crime scene. So then they're like, "Well, crap. Like what's what's inside that they found?" A yeah, dead body. So, yeah, um Abby was found inside her home dead, having been shot to death. I can't remember how many times she was shot.
0: Did she live far away from other people?
1: I don't think so.
0: Did she live in the city?
1: She lived in Phoenix. Um, I did find the address somewhere, but I, I mean, I'm sure it was, it may not have been like the best neighborhood ever, but also like when you see glass broken and like no movement for a long time, I'm sure her dogs barked at some point. Oh, oh, you know what? No, I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why no one thought anything of it. So anyway, they, they caution taped the whole thing crime scene um and also not only was she dead but one of her dogs was dead is not that the saddest thing you've ever heard but he
0: didn't die from being shot or did he die? i from don't think
1: shot? so it was just like i'm not sure i can't find anything from about being,
0: it from not being fed in 11 days
1: probably so i i heard that part from people who were involved and then i also saw in her obituary that one of her dogs had died but it doesn't say how i think it was probably not being fed or having water or anything like that but the other dog was alive. Um, apparently, she had been there since that Friday night. That's so long. How did no one call in like a smell? I you mean, have to smell a body.
0: Yeah, if it's inside, maybe not. I don't know.
1: But I'm pretty sure there was a broken door. So there was like exposure to the outside. But it's Phoenix. I guess.
0: Phoenix is kind of stinky. But
1: it's even... It's not like it was the summer, so it wasn't super hot, but October can still be pretty warm. You would think oh, that yeah, that smell sure. would travel.
0: Um, and, ah, so sad. you know, when bodies aren't properly embalmed, they bloat and then they're just like, they, I, I don't know if you've ever seen that. No. It's, it's horrifying.
1: Yes, of course. That's the worst thing ever. So obviously that talk with her ex did not go well. Um, it's believed that he used her allegedly that he used her own weapon that she kept like i think she kept a gun in her house for protection also she was in the air force like she knows how to use a weapon and i'm pretty sure that it was her own gun so that blows like you know how bad that situation got that she couldn't get to it before what sucks is
0: that she if if she was able to get to it before she probably just drew it on him and was like
1: and he got it from her it was somehow. like you
0: need to leave or i'll shoot right and she shouldn't right because thought. she
1: was probably responsible like that you know like trying right. to give him the benefit of the doubt like leave
0: which is if they're in your house and you want them gone and you know that they're going to be crazy irresponsible pull the damn trigger right that's like oh,
1: that's seriously horrifying
0: yeah i was afraid for my life well what does the other guy say well the other guy's dead so
1: right but also he clearly broke in and caused you know like there has to be something going on because if they're really, w- and I couldn't find the broken door thing anywhere. I just remember hearing that. So I could be totally wrong, but I would not doubt if like he got like violent. And so he, she tried to like lock him out or something and then he just like smashed through the door to get in. Right. Like I can see that going south that way because I'll tell you more about him in a little bit.
0: Yes, Greta. Do you have a question?
1: <laughs> She's stretching and she always does this thing where she like puts one arm in the air straight straight up in the air. And she never has a question.
0: Oh, she's adorable.
1: So this is where it gets weird. I'm sure you remember some of these details, but it's bizarro.
0: Yeah, I do. I do. Uh, vaguely.
1: So apparently he had been living in the house with her dead body that whole time. They think that he escaped that house like pretty shortly before Jen and Bo showed up. So like maybe even that same day early in the morning. So like that's... 11 days of living in this house with a dead body and ignoring the dogs enough that one of them also dies what i'm sorry what that is horrifying that is like sociopathic behavior
0: but the i i think my question is that like that is that's that's not zero to 60 that's like zero to like light speed
1: correct pretty quick
0: how did you somebody who's fairly savvy i mean i i so
1: also no one called in a gunshot
0: that's what i'm saying but and and people in the military like have to go through training
1: right right i'm sure she had some sort of some sort of training that would just say
0: this person's not right which
1: which the door thing could be like the door thing
0: my ex is here she broke up with him she's like this person's not right breaking up with him but i mean because you know it's not like hey i broke up with him So hopefully he doesn't come around. You know, you don't break up with somebody and then your immediate response is restraining order. Right. But.
1: But also I'll give you a little a little more detail, which could um, play into why this got so extreme. Um, So apparently he had been living in her house with her body that whole time. And he had been using her computer and her cell phone. So those texts that Bo and Jen got were from him. Which seriously made my skin crawl when I learned that. Yeah, it's absolutely. Like goosebumps Central. Yep. Isn't that horrifying? And then I'm sure they're like, crap, we should have known. Like, we should have known that wasn't her. But how, how, you don't assume that the person you're texting is dead and their murderer is the one texting you back. That is horrifying. Can you imagine? Like, can you imagine you're texting your friend and it seems kind of weird, but then you find out it was the person who murdered them? That's so frightening.
0: You know, it's frightening, but I, f- I think that if, if, if that situation happened, you would be like, oh, yeah, it's terrifying. It's terrifying that that person was murdered, but I knew...
1: That something was like, weird?
0: You, yeah, you just know, like, yeah, physically, but then that you, this person, then th- you're this like is off.
1: And then I'm sure they're like, crap, we should have checked on her sooner, you I know? Mean, she was
0: already like, dead, so... Yeah, it, but
1: you don't know. It's just, you yeah. should always... And not blaming them at all. Thank God they went and checked when they did, you know, like because it would have been even longer before she was yep. found. But it's just like goes back to you should always be like super cautious and weird about things. Like even if you're like, well, I'm, sh- I'm sure they're not murdered, but let's just check.
0: Well, like because what we were God. talking about last night. What? Uh, uh With the, the people from church. Like every single day. At all times, oh yeah, I'm always thinking about everything. And people are like, oh, you're just paranoid. Like, like how
1: you're thinking about what would happen if someone snuck up on you, or like, can I see certain doorways and entrances? Right. And right, yeah, I
0: don't like sitting with my back and and to a doorway, or right. like what I would do if, which if sa- something came. Which really,
1: I mean, it sounds crazy, but it this is why because of things like this.
0: Also, people are crazy, and you yes. know what? People are crazy. No law will ever change that, but. With that being said, you're gonna encounter crazy people. If you you need lucky, to be aware. You yeah, need to be aware lucky, and you need to you're protect you're, yourself. Yeah, if you're lucky, you're blessed, you're fortunate, you won't. Right. You won't encounter a crazy person doing who, something who wants like extraordinarily yes. crazy. But in the event you do, be prepared. I wanna live through that. Right. You know, I right. do not want to be a
1: casualty of that. Right. So he lived in the house for a while. He took some of her clothes. He apparently ordered these Visa gift cards and was using her computer and devices and all that. Because I remember, um, I don't know if it was Jen or someone else saying like, oh, I saw that she was on like our messaging system. I can't remember if it was Slack or what. Like, oh, I saw that she was active on it. So I thought she was just like maybe looking at some stuff for work from home. No, he was using her computer. Horrifying. And then he took some of her clothes and he took her truck and he left. And they think that was pretty shortly before jen and Bo and the police showed up and so then later on i think the next day yep, yeah, on october 25th so this guy's name is christopher montoya i probably should have said that at some point christopher montoya Did so he have a criminal record it's not clear but listen to all these charges so he was stopped by Mineral County deputies, and I looked that up. I think it's co- Colorado. So he drove out of I state. It was,
0: um, I thought it was Nevada. I thought it was New Mexico.
1: Oh well, it's it's in the Four Corners. Well, somewhere. Yep.
0: Well, it just wasn't Utah. It was
1: in the Southwest United States. Is Colorado in the Four Corners? It's close, isn't it? Colorado, New Mexico, Nevada, Arizona, right?
0: Okay. Yeah, I'll take your word for it. Okay.
1: Um, Anyway, so the next day, October 25th, Montoya was stopped by Mineral County deputies when they attempted to stop um, a gray Toyota truck for speeding. In a statement from Under Sheriff Bill Ferguson, it states that once the deputy activated the lights, Montoya began to yield and then quickly accelerated away. So he made it seem like he was going to pull over and then ran away. And so the pursuit reached up to 100 miles an hour before he just like pulled off into the desert and got out of the vehicle and ran away and they're like what the crap like he was speeding like you don't normally have to flee like that if you're just speeding right like you're just just gonna get a ticket
0: right And, 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 and this police officer did not
1: catch him now listen so they quickly located the toyota in the desert when they arrived at the vehicle they found that he was hiding in the desert he was taken into custody without incident so they were able to arrest him but they don't know Anything about Abby. Right,
0: they just think he's got a warrant or something. They just think he's speeding, yeah,
1: yeah and, and running away because yeah, he has a warrant or something. Yeah. Okay. So while he sat at the Mineral County Detention Center for these charges, just this is just because he got pulled over. Aggressive driving, first offense EPZ, that's probably aggressive driving, driver disobey peace officer, possession burglary tools, which was a red flag, because he had those from when he broke into someone's house and murdered them, unlawful purchase receipt acquire meth precursor mm. basic speed 11 to 15 miles per hour over the posted limit, which is you know the speeding charge for which he was attempted to be pulled over. obtain dangerous drug by fraud or forgery and possess possession schedule one, two, three, four controlled substance. meth, right? Yes. for a bail total of 35,000. So then, the sheriff of that county was contacted by Phoenix police and the detectives advised that. Hey buddy. Yeah. Hey, I think you have somebody that's a suspect for a murder. Yeah. We're going to try to homicide.
0: Yeah. yeah, Hey, yeah. If we convict this person, we're going to kill him. So
1: horrifying. Can we get him back? Horrifying. So then his bail went to $500,000 cash only. And so that was at the end of October in 2017. And I can't find anything else after that i assume that he was convicted for that because that's the gonna trial be is
0: probably still ongoing yeah it imagine. could be i mean it's only
1: two years later yeah. for sure but that seriously messed us up so much because i remember like people talking and being like "Well, what the heck like why is she not here and then for a second it was like well no one can get a hold of her and get like a real story of what's going on and so then it was like well if you see her don't let her in and then we had like a staff meeting where our manager was like so she passed away and we were like sorry what what the crap and then all of this came out and jen and bo went and and that was after jen and bo went and checked on her and yeah. so they didn't tell us that she was murdered in that staff meeting but that she had died and we were all like what in the world and that was so weird because you know that you know that you run into people who have you know have been murdered or are murderers but like you think it's usually gang related or like drug related something like that goes south but right. it's like she was like a stand-up person. She wasn't involved in anything shady. She was responsible. It's someone you work with in like a corporate setting. Horrifying.
0: Well, and it's somebody who is qualified.
1: To, to defend herself? Yeah it, yeah. it
0: has qualified using a pistol.
1: Right. Right. Right.
0: I remember talking to, to Jimmy. He's like, oh, yeah, I got to go shoot the M90. You know, I got to qualify. Well, That's and you like, have to maintain oh, yeah. those That's what I'm saying. You have to yeah. qualify. Not not that they are qualified. They have to qualify okay, every so every saying. so many years or yeah, whatever. Just to make sure know? they still know what they're doing. Yeah. Well, and because it's, at the bare minimum, you're in the armed forces. You got to know how to pull a trigger.
1: But also, a woman is going to have a hard time overpower- overpowering a man on meth.
0: This is... This is... Like, I know that you can look at that and say, well, she was killed by her own gun. But like... I don't know. I mean I I feel like I feel like this is why every time a state is like, you know what? Castle law is not okay. You should never have the right to kill somebody. It's like that's that's a tragedy waiting to happen. You should at
1: least have the right to come out of this kind of situation as the victor. Like you you can't there that can't the, be that
0: that was that actually gave me goosebumps. Oh, thank you, you should have the right to come out of this situation as the victim. You
1: shouldn't have to worry about if I kill this person who is trying to kill me, am I gonna get convicted for something?
0: Well, which is well in and, and even in like a more narrow scope. If you're in your home and somebody who is And you
1: have asked them not to come into your home?
0: Right. And somebody who is not uh does not live in your home does not have the is right not to be in your home, is not welcome in your home, there should be no question.
1: Right. Well, in Arizona, we're still doing okay on that. But without getting too political, that's the story of the murder Crazy. of Abby Rinaldi. And I, that seriously hit me so hard. I could not stop thinking about that for weeks. And that was before I was even into, like, true crime podcasts and stuff like that. And I didn't realize until pretty recently that, like, oh, like, that's actually my hometown murder. I was very closely related to her. That was so freaking scary. I remember, like, people at uh like management at work being like we have mental health resources like can you imagine being jen and Bo, like being the first people to figure out that she's dead that's and that's their friend
0: i can i can imagine and i because yeah i can because like i i look at everybody like until i know otherwise like you're a threat you're a threat
1: well and it's weird because people who like us who are fortunate enough to only see this stuff in like crime shows but then it's like such a world-shattering thing to be like, oh, this is real life. Like that—that's where all this comes from. Right. This really happens to people. So anyway, there's Unfortunate. that. Unfortunate. Yeah. Um. Great job. Good stories. Proud of us. We got a little bit back on track here. Yes, we did. Um. Thank you guys for listening. We love you. Have a merry Christmas.
0: Have a merry Christmas.
1: <laughs> or whatever holiday you Ugh. celebrate. I tried to tell you I was going to bring us down at the yeah. end. Yeah.
0: You know what? You know what? If you're if you're sitting there thinking you're just like. Like wow, I've got this gross taste in my mouth, and Oops. I just feel like sad. Yeah. Go to uh, Serafina. Go to Seraphina. <laughs> Grab some coffee. Get a holiday beverage. Get a holiday beverage. Get a nutcracker um, latte. Yeah. You know what? Donate some money to somebody. um
1: Donate to a charity that you like. Yep. Help somebody out. This feel holiday good about season.
0: yourself. Yeah. Um, and buy a gun.
1: Learn how to use it. Learn how to use Learn it. Learn how to a use gun. it properly. Um, we'll do an CCW. episode on things like that at some point. Oh yeah, we should. We got our CCW. And we should um, that. yeah,
0: yeah. You know, I, you know. You want to hear something really cool? I don't uh, want to get too political. How are we doing on time?
1: Well, we should probably wrap it up. Okay. But say what you're going to say. Do you
0: know? So I heard this on the radio uh, because I listen to radio for old people. Uh, <laughs> the do. state of Arizona uh, is the only state in the union that has had um three consecutive female governors huh right I the appreciate only that. state and traditionally republican state and and still is mostly republican but is the only state that has had three consecutive it's the only state that in fact that's had two consecutive
1: wow and
0: it's the only state that's had four total female governors. that's
1: very interesting Isn't for a it? not very liberal state
0: well huh. is so so Huh. Well, is is it
1: huh i y- appreciate you tell that me. Yeah. you guys think about that chew on that chew
0: on that one put that in your yeah. pipe and smoke it Napolitano Jan jam brewers and i can't remember the other two but okay i mean you know. those
1: are good facts thank you patrick yeah all right thank you guys lbrpodcast.com love you guys love you guys Bye.
2: bye